everybody. It's here, Lori. It looks like you're hot today. It's hot in Hawaii. Uh, You've got a nice tank top. Oh, yeah. I've had a tank top every day. You just get to see my lovely shoulders. Thank you. I'm so excited <laughs> about seeing them. Um, I saw you last night dancing around. Oh, lady exercise, yes. But but the, the lady exercise high that I'm almost giddy. I'm okay. giddy. I will just say I'm giddy over this. Okay. Okay, so a couple days ago. You got cast in a movie. Chris, no, I did the Chris Isaac Baby Did a Bad Thing. Yes. Let me refresh your memory with the song. Guess, guess who liked that Baby Did a Bad Thing? Chris, Chris. Isaac, Woo-hoo-hoo. I'm dying. Okay, am... you should play obscure music in the background then, Lori, and get all these people to like you. Because that's a great song. Yeah, it is. You I know, love that. And, 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 and Tell me I you're kidding huge, me. I am not kidding you, and I'm a huge fan. I think you and I might have gone we to We saw him, him at the Target Center. No, we saw him at the Orpheum, I think, Oh, or the State. Yeah, we but saw we him. Might have seen him a couple times. I we we liked him. We like him. Oh, oh, liked him. And so today, that is so this funny. Morning, so- I'm, I'm kind of scrolling around and looking <laughs> things, and I see Chris Isaac likes your. And I was like, oh my god! And so you know, it's like the social media <laughs> high. If well, Madonna liked my my music homage, because no. I did too. I don't get excited her. about that one. <laughs> I, I, no, then I'd really be dead. I'd yeah. really be dead. I'd oh, lose yeah. my mind in the best possible way. But I just got the biggest kick out of that. Well, that Love is it. something. Because last night's dance, I will say I was a little inspired by Britney Spears. Okay. Just oh, kind God. Of pre- Reforming the okay. painting. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I could feel that. Yep. I could feel that. <laughs> but I have one special song and dance that I'm doing from a special place, but the tide has not been with me the last two nights. It's been too high. Okay. So I can't get to this special place. <laughs> oh, we don't want you to get wiped out in the no, middle of it, but no. that would be a very funny video. Yeah, if a I'm wave came crashing it. at you, I yeah, would, I, I would, I would pay for that. <laughs> I know, I know. And then Julia, you wouldn't believe the kind of the animal encounter I had. Last All right. Time. Oh, so no. yesterday it was chickens at the post office. We had a turkey at the back here. Wow. Yeah. So the the wildlife encounter, uh, I go, you know, like, um, and just sit on a rock and call my mom, and she can kind of hear the ocean she tells me she can but i don't think she has her hearing aids so and right (laughs) but i'm enjoying the waves talking to my muti and um i'm walking back and this guy has this what looks like a baby shark in his hand stop i'm not even kidding you and he caught just in these little reef pools he goes oh yeah i go what is that he goes it's a black tip reef shark it was a it shark. Was, it was a shark. And it was like the size of a yardstick. Oh, my word, Laura. And he then he throws it back in. He goes, he goes yeah, I always uh, get kind of a kick at the, and he's a local guy, at people who swim real close to some of these rocks and stuff at high tide because the sharks come in. It's better to swim at low tide. Mm. So what and was he carrying? Baby, this, what was he going to do with this shark? He released it. He just caught it. It's oh, kind of fun to catch, catch and, and release. It. But where there's baby sharks, 
I feel like there's mama and daddy shirts. <laughs> and I just looked at him. I said, this is why I don't go in the water. <laughs> wow. Okay. There you but, go. You know, he said they don't, you know, he said they're not something that, you know, it's more the tiger shark or whatever. He said, they but, won't yeah, touch you. It's supposedly not, but you never know when you could be mistaken for a monk seal. Is it, okay. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> just the way you lay in the water. Just the way that always, the way you flap your tail around like a little seal and those noises you make, Lori, that could, I can see where that would happen to you. Okay. So, um, uh, the, um, are you up to speed on like the girls hockey tournaments going on? Big games. Are happening. Oh, Edina, Edina crushed yes. Northfield. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Five nothing. They did. So, so that's all happening on Channel 45 or downtown St. Paul. John Baptiste, mm-hmm. it sounded like it was a magnificent night at First Avenue. Oh, he's a joyful so man. Yeah, he is. He's really joyful. And I guess, you know, he, he played it sometimes on the. Uh, once in a while um, when he was on Colbert, but we've seen it in like his. Uh, Freedom, but it's that thing that looks like a big, huge harmonica. Yeah. And it's an a keyboard. Accordion. Yeah, a melodica. I Is think that what it's called? called? Look at you! It, it's a keyboard that you blow out of your mouth. Yeah, John hmm. Bream wrote about it in his review. He came off the stage and worked his I way saw that, through, the through the whole crowd. crowd, and then went upstairs. Playing on the like a New Orleans style, you know how they will do that. Someone is the leader, and everybody yeah. falls behind and dances. And oh, really, that the FOMO on that concert was big time. And he posted a photo someone took of him at like two fifty two a.m. and he's just sort of got his fingers on the keyboard, and you're just I looking saw out that. at an empty First Avenue, and he's like, I don't want to leave. Oh, gosh. Yeah, because he could have, like, filled the armor. Oh, you know he could have. He was here because he was rehearsing at Paisley Park this winter for his first ever concert tour. Mm -hmm. And that's why he was, you know, had been in town for a while. But he is, he's so lovely. I do miss him. I love that song, Freedom. Mm. It came out maybe a couple years ago. We play, I he played get Purple Rain, of course, the, Killing Me Softly. He, yes. he did everything. Okay, so we have to take a break because right. um, Grant is going to do our next segment for us. Um, oh, I, I've heard about this one. Uh-huh, but Grant's going to take over. Wow. Okay, good. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we'll be right back. This is Lori and Julie on My Talk. Lori and Julia here with Ann Tressler of Tressler Law. Now, Ann, we've heard that January has one of the highest rates for divorce filings than any other month of the year. And I'm wondering, is this because of the holidays, because of the new year starting? What's the deal? I think it really is affected by the holidays. I think a lot of people who are at a difficult point in their life try to maintain status quo for the sake of the children and the family during the holidays. They get through it and they kind of say, this is kind of my last straw. I need to move on. And again, you have your New Year's resolutions and it's the idea that now I I can make those changes I need to and make a fresh start in my life. And if some of our people listening are thinking about divorce, what should their next steps be? Well, I really encourage people to start educating themselves. Start really gathering information and knowledge of their financial circumstances. A lot of people rely on the spouse to take care of it. Start educating yourself on that to be prepared. It'll also be more cost effective during the divorce proceeding. Call Tressler Law for your free one-hour divorce consultation. Find them online at TresslerLaw.com or use my talk keyword divorce. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. So I think, Grant, tell us tell us what we're watching. Okay, so this They're is... They're listening to. I hope everyone turn on your TV right now. And yes, and, <laughs> yeah, you guys can go back and uh, check out the entire video. It's posted to the Lori and Julia show page. But The Daily Show featured a fun uh, segment with correspondent Michael Costa. And it's all about how Duluth... It's a cheeky video about how Duluth, the city of Duluth, has become a climate refugee city. Yes. And so this first clip just sets up why people may be going. It's And this is all fun. This is a fun comedy bit here. So just enjoy it. This first clip kind of sets up why people are heading to Duluth and the whole idea of climate refugee. All right, here we go. Super hurricanes, drought, wildfires turning New York City the color of Sunny D. Across America, climate change is wreaking havoc and driving people from their homes. And experts say this is only the beginning. This is in the order of millions of people. So where might they go? Climate researchers say the answer is in and up. Think Duluth. Wow. So millions of coastal elites like myself will one day be flocking to Minnesota? Is this the city of the future? Let's find out. Am I moving? I can't feel my legs. I'm not moving. Why was there not a jacket in my suitcase? To learn more, I met with Chief Sustainability Officer Mindy Granley. So tell me about uh, D- Duluth. Well, Duluth yeah. is a great Duluth. city. Yeah. We're on a great lake. We have yeah. lots of fresh water. Do you mind if we, here? if we finish this inside? Because if I don't go inside in seven seconds, my heart's going to explode. Of course. Okay, come, let's go. <laughs> oh my gosh. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. So what were you saying about Duluth? <laughs> Duluth. What were you saying about D- Duluth? Well, experts have called Duluth a climate refuge because we're a place that's fairly safe from the worst effects of climate change. You're talking about in 50 years when this climate change thing like really gets bad, right? A few people are moving here now from California um, because of climate change. So you're telling me people are moving here from the good states? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So then he goes on to talk with uh, some... Just about the advantages with another person in Duluth, about the advantages of living in Duluth and how this will all work out. Mindy claims Duluth has big advantages, like 10% of the world's drinking water in Lake Superior and room for up to 10,000 new residents, because it's basically that barren ice planet from Star Wars. (laughs) Some people can handle 80 inches of snow every winter. 80 inches of snow? Over 80. Jesus Christ. Do you think those big UN climate change summits would be more effective if people knew that the alternative was having to move to Duluth? There's really no bad weather. There's just bad clothing. Bad clothing. So people are still wearing Balenciaga here. We don't know what that is. (laughs) There's no bad weather, just bad clothing. That's so funny because that's what my dad always said. Uh, to anyone who would ever like, you live in Duluth, Minnesota, and you're retired, and you right? Know, why? But my dad, yeah. Why? And my dad would just say, 
There's no such thing as bad weather. It's just bad clothing. <laughs> I, that's funny because that's kind of true, though. You got to be prepared. True. I, would I have think to it's agree. a Duluthian thing or an up north thing where yep. people just say that because, yeah, if you're dressed right, right, you can deal with it. And with snow comes a lot of sun. We know that. Yes, we do. All right, Grant, what else? Are there more? Yes, there are a couple more clips here. So this one, okay. he goes and talks to some of the locals in Duluth and asks if they're prepared for this big migration and what to expect <laughs> when all the refugees come to Duluth. This is fun. Despite this vast cultural divide, coastal refugees are getting ready to flood Duluth. Okay. But are the locals prepared? There's a migrant caravan of Californians coming. <laughs> they're bringing their spin instructors, their kombucha makers, their oatmeal. You ready for that? I don't mind having a few more friends. Any advice for you know refugees that are coming here? Oh, sure. You need to dress really warm. They can't dress warmly because then they would lose their job as Instagram models. Well, it's going to be hard to be a bikini model here. <laughs> I mean, you're laughing, but this is important to my culture. Your culture. It felt like we were speaking two different languages, but how deep was this divide? Polo or rugby? Ooh, rugby, for Why? sure. Why? Um, because I like sports that... No, no, I don't mean the sport. I'm talking about oh. names for children. Oh, Polo or, or rugby? Neither. Are there any members-only exclusive clubs here? Well, there's Sam's Club and Costco. So I can do cooking in the bathroom there? <laughs> uh, that's funny. Yeah. I know. Oh, God. oh, this this is great though. It's it's a fun video, and there's one more clip here that we can play before okay. we kind of dissect okay, it why all. Not? This is just some words of wisdom from Duluth here. So this is just the last clip here. I even got some words of wisdom from former Duluth Mayor Emily Larson, oh, Emily. seen here in a press conference last July. Duluth is gritty and resilient yeah. and real. We work hard. We really care about each other. That's going to be tough for some of these people in L.A. because they don't work hard and they don't care about each other. But the first wave of Californians are already here. So how are they surviving? It does feel like another planet sometimes. Meet ex-Californian and environmentalist Jamie Alexander. We packed into a camper van thinking we were going to drive out here and spend the summer. And then wildfire season of 2020 happened and I decided to move my family here because of climate change. Let's be honest. Okay, there's no Duluthians here. Is it Duluthians? Duluthians? Duluthians. Duluthians. All right, let's be honest. There's no Duluthians here, okay? This place sucks, right? It doesn't. Oh, that's so funny. I love it here. I want to live in a place where it feels real. Oh, I mean, but that is real. I know they're oh. saying because, um, you know, it's the. Yeah, I mean, it's just. It's, it's, it's very it's, funny. Yeah, it's cute. It's great. And they would love to get, you know, Duluth never. When I graduated from high school, the population in Duluth was like 100,000. Oh, wow. What is it now? And maybe 75. Oh, maybe really? 80, so oh, OK. Yeah, they, they would love. And, you know, there were five high schools in Duluth huh? in the, you know, 60s, wow. 70s and 80s. Right? And yeah, so the population just got older and young people moved away, but now young people are moving back and there's a lot of industry that happens in Duluth. Right. And part of the first thing that got people's attention was all the amazing bike trails and it got named like the best biking place to live. Remember a couple of years ago? Mm -hmm. I um, lived in Duluth. We, we both, I experienced it for a year Yeah. in college. Yeah. yeah. It was the coldest, <laughs> snowiest. <laughs> mm -hmm. most difficult year mm -hmm. I think I'm record
Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it was a tough yeah, year. I, I remember the year my dad was TDY in Thailand for a year, and it was my sophomore year of high school. And one night we got a snowstorm, and our we couldn't get out of the house. The drifts on our front right. and back really? door were so high, my uncle had to come and dig us out. Oh, Needless wow. to say, that was a snow day, which mm-hmm. we were Needless. thrilled about. But we, we couldn't get out of the house until like the afternoon. Wow. That's crazy. Lori, now do you guys have a, you have HBO there, right? I don't no, know. I have nothing. Oh, oh, okay. Well, Priscilla is landing on yeah. HBO Max today. I'm going to watch it over the weekend. Okay, good. So um, with Jacob Elordi, um, Kaylee Spaney, who used to, you know, was in a play with Don, our very own oh, Don yeah. McLean. Yeah. My Remember mom that? says it's slow. Oh. It's a slow movie. Oh, and there's no Elvis music. They have to use other music of the time period hmm. in it but because they liked, didn't. Okay, they didn't have the okay with the Elvis estate. She liked Priscilla, but she just said it's so slow. Because remember, Riley Keough, uh, Priscilla's daughter, or is it granddaughter? Just daughter, right? Granddaughter. 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 granddaughter you know, didn't approve of this movie being made. So right. not having the right. rights that uh, the, uh, the other good news I saw for the Northland that happened. Yes. The front page of the strip is that they've discovered a huge helium. Yes. My like they can mine yeah. helium like uh, up on. They found this huge pocket and I guess helium is used in microchips and it's used for all kinds of things. Yes. I was reading oh. about it. So it's mining that would be like good mining, if you will, in that there's not all the, you know, environmental stuff that goes along with pollution, it, but, destruction, yeah, all the yeah. pollution. So kind of exciting news for the Iron Range. Yeah, oh, that was big right. news. Good. Absolutely. And it's something to do with rocks that are millions of years old that have shifted in the earth and have released all the helium the gas, gas wow. really? in this huge, huge mine pocket. That's cool. I'm, paraphrasing but i was like that's yeah. good for the mining business i yeah. would say i think that was and on the f- i guess it's something the world uses yeah because that was on the front page of the paper i believe today the yeah. star tribune it was on the mm-hmm. front page so it was big news but uh yeah if you and lastly that video like i said the whole thing is posted to the Lori and julia show page and there's about another two minutes of it that's very visual and they take this this correspondent matt over they do they do a polar plunge with him which is hilarious oh, they take him to a a salon or a, a, like a salon they call it but it's actually like a sauna out in the ice and then they oh yeah yeah that's at uh pier one julia they have that sauna on the ice right outside oh, of pier one uh, we saw that yeah. it was really it was expensive to go into they were charging a lot of money for that yeah yeah but it's kind of a cool it's kind thing of a cool thing you could dunk just, yep yeah right into the lake yep. yeah he, they do he jumps in and then they also go on a little snowshoe walk which he like can't figure out how to use snowshoes because he's from la more of a visual aspect yeah. of it but very funny go watch it you'll enjoy it and that video that Lori was talking about in the first segment with lady exercise and chris isaac that is also posted so you i mean it's on all of our social your socials as well yeah but you can go to the Lori and julia show page and check Thank that one you. out there yeah the the funniest thing is I, you know, I was so excited about it. So I sent my niece, Brianne, who I kind of hoped she would know who Chris Isaac right. is because she's 36. And she sends me back a laughing emoji. I love the song. I love the video. But who's Chris Isaac? And I'm like, that guy who sings. This song. Okay, that's funny. <laughs> that's funny. Oh, oh perfect. Anyways. That's funny, Lori. Yeah. 
I know it. Casey got a big kick out of it. I, I love it. I can't like find it because news. I can't get the some Wi-Fi right now. Oh, um, but I will look yeah. at it. All right. Oh, it's just it's still it, it's but... good. Mm. Okay, when we come back, did you try to call me last night? I butt dialed you. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was hoping your phone wasn't near you. Okay. I realized how late it was. Yeah. Because I, I saw that, I'm like, and I thought you were calling me about what we're going to talk about next. We'll no, be right back. No, it was a bad no. dial. Okay, yeah. we'll be right back. This is Lori and Julie on my talk. Okay, so we are so delighted. Lori and I are going to Iceland, and we want you to come with us next October. Um, we went 10 years ago with a group of people and absolutely had a blast. And if you've never been to Iceland, it's so different and unique, and we are going to see all of it or most of it on this full packed all sort of inclusive trip that we're doing with Borton Overseas Travel and I just want to remind people we've had a lot of interest in it space is limited but if you have not sent in a deposit or gave the information to Borton Overseas you are not confirmed so just double check if you're interested in going that you take you know don't let it go away um, and make sure your reservation spot is reserved. And it's so much fun to go on a trip where somebody is taking care of all the arrangements and you just show up and enjoy the experiences. And I promise you, Julie and I are excellent, excellent hosts. Of, we can't uh, wait. My talk, can't wait. My talk keyword, Iceland. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. One more time. All right, so we have been talking a lot this week because we were shocked when we found out yesterday that Wendy Williams was diagnosed with an advanced type of dementia as well, it's um, called um, frontal temporal dementia (FTD) and also aphasia, which is a condition that affects language and communication abilities. And exact same diagnosis as Bill as Willis. Bruce, Bruce Willis, Willis has. Yeah. And um, we um, this morning on Good Morning America, there's a Lifetime show. Um, the Wendy Williams. It's going to be called Where's Wendy or something like that, isn't it? I went and taped it. And there's so many different Wendy William things showing. They have they've already done a lot of movies on Wendy that came out in like 2021 on Lifetime, but it's it's on Saturday night at eight o'clock here on Lifetime, and then Sunday night. And um, Deborah Roberts from Good Morning America sat down with Wendy Williams' niece Alex Finney to talk about the the documentary and what was going on with Wendy. So here she is talking to the niece. 
Alex Finney, Wendy's niece and anchor for ABC affiliate WPLG, speaking exclusively to our Deborah Roberts about the 59-year-old possibly having dementia. Does that make sense to you that she has dementia? So what I will say is, is it does make sense that she definitely cognitively has some things that are off. But the aunt that I hear when I'm on the phone with her now, months later, I don't hear that same Wendy. So she's, she's communicating with her. Well, we learned that from the people story that yep. she does call her sister Wanda, and that's that this niece is Wanda's, Wanda's daughter. daughter. And yesterday, the conservator guardian, who we never knew who, it's a woman, yep. filed an injunction against A&E to stop the documentary from airing. Right. And an hour ago, Lifetime attorneys appeared in court, and the the series is going to air. Yes. So I don't know if Wendy's changed her mind because she's executive producing. Well, and the big question is how does someone with cognitive decline? Well, here's what race? let's listen to what her niece okay. says, because they're going to address this. Right. Some people are going to look at this and say, this is exploitation. She's being exploited. How could they do this? But I will say this first and foremost. My aunt is the executive producer of this documentary. And when I finally talked with her and I said to her, Aunt Wendy, why are you, do you wanna do this? You know, you're, you're, you're clearly, the health piece, all of that has to be addressed. Is now the right time? And she said, now is the perfect time because I wanna take ownership of my story. So, mm -hmm. They stopped filming when she went in, I what, like last September into this facility or something? No, they filmed from August of 2022 until April of 23. Okay. That's when she oh, went so, in. So, so it's almost yeah. been a year. Wow. Yes. Wow. Yeah. All right. And then mm -hmm. here, here is her just um, kind of summarizing what's going on with Wendy's um, legal okay. things and things like that. Wendy's mental state even being cited in a 2022 Wells Fargo petition to the New York Supreme Court. The judge appointing an outside guardian to manage her finances and her life. And overnight, TMZ reporting that guardian allegedly filed suit against Lifetime's parent company, A&E Networks, under seal just two days before the documentary is released. And while the family doesn't know where she is physically, Finney says she feels comforted being able to speak with her aunt again. I haven't seen her in a really long time, but I finally am talking to her regularly. And our conversations are beautiful. And so, our goal in sharing her story, raising awareness about these conditions. So, like oh, we said, so I don't know, you don't know what Wendy's um, capabilities are. And like you said, her niece says, you know, her, her auntie wants her to do it, but we don't know you know how qualified she is to even say that but yeah well i'm telling you this is going to bring a lot of eyes to lifetime oh I'm gosh yes huge ratings i'm obviously you don't have to, lifetime yeah well i'm not i said yesterday i didn't yep. want to watch it and i still feel that way but i'll wait to see what you i'll say. watch it i'm going to tape it and yeah, I think I'll, it's going to be your guidance because well, I've loved Wendy. And I know a few times that she would annoy me on different things. But I remember one time talking about the killer. I mean, she just would go off on her first 15 minutes of Hot Topics. Were fun. Was gold. Yeah, fun. it was. And mm -hmm. she um, I think Black China, she sits down with Black China in part of this. She talks. I mean, imagine that of all the 
you know, quote unquote, famous people who come because I believe Wendy Williams talked a lot of smack about black. Oh, I know she did. Yeah. Yeah. And she So, so that's interesting. So it says, you know, this is something in Billboard right now. But Wendy was part of the Lifetime family for over a decade because they partnered with her in a biopic and documentary. And this is the one that is, um, you know, was out already. So anyway, we'll just see. It's produced by Entertainment. This documentary is already aired? No, she's had other stuff. I'm telling you, there's other Wendy Williams shows that are as recent as 2021. Um, So it's produced by um, Wendy Williams, executive producer on the documentary, along with her son, Kevin Hunter Jr. Additional producers um, are names we don't know. And um, so anyway, it's on um, at eight o'clock or seven o'clock here, central time on Lifetime. Yeah. So I think the ratings will be big because, my gosh, what publicity for this? Okay, you know, this is, the, yeah, I agree. So it's huge. tonight, if you want to watch it on Lifetime, the 2021 biopic on Wendy Williams, well, wow. the movie and the documentary is Wendy Williams, What a Mess, you can watch as mm. well. So That's a lot. I know, it's a lot. of. I looked because I taped it today and I had to scroll through because I couldn't get my thing to tape the whole thing. So I had to go to Lifetime and then scroll. Wendy Williams yeah. is all tonight and then all right. tomorrow afternoon and night and... Yeah. Some other shows. So anyway, anyway, we'll um, see. Yeah. Why do you think Julia, that they filed? Go that? ahead. Why do you think the um, conservatorship wanted to file an injunction? Do you think because it's because maybe Wendy like doesn't want it, or could it be bad on them? No, I, I, I don't, I don't think so. Because of the timing, it was filmed August twenty two, and they stopped August like twenty third, twenty twenty three, when she went into this. You said April, place, target, yeah. Or April, excuse me, April of 23. Uh, you know, she, maybe Wendy has changed her mind and she asked her guardian to try and stop it. I don't know. It's, that would be the only, you know, she'd have to act on behalf of her client. Right. And I don't think that Wendy is, you know, from even her niece saying, like, she's not that deep into it where she doesn't have any cognition. Right. And so maybe she's like, I don't want people seeing me like that. I've changed my mind. Right. I heard about, um, oh, Gail King was talking about this morning and she says, you know, her eyes are butting out. And and I just, before you watch it, know that that's part of her disease because it tightens the eye vessels behind the eye. And that's why they pop out. It it might be the graves. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because in graves, there's different, you know, different. Yeah. Ways Even it, if you're hypothyroid, one of the things can sometimes be bulging. Your eyes are yeah. bulging a little bit. And I guess with her lymphedemia, her feet, I, I, she can't, like, they're so bad. Like, mm-hmm. she can't feel part of them and stuff. So, I don't know. Poor of, Wendy. She was. Issues. She said, I didn't want to be rich. I just wanted to be famous. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. So, that was kind of... Well. So anyway, and it's so young, but apparently this globe, this aphasia and FTD, this combined diagnosis, most people are diagnosed 40 to 60. Yep. And, but you know, you can, you can live a long time if your body physically is healthy. And that's kind of what we're seeing with Bruce Willis because his, his wife has been on talking about it to bring awareness to it. And He's the, physically there, but mentally, 
nobody's home. He yep. can't. There's the that would shades be such are a hard thing because oh, it's a terrible disease. Yeah. That's just absolutely terrible. This one and Lou Gehrig's oh, are yeah. the two where yeah. if anyone you know you know yeah. that they have a family member and you're just like oh my gosh I'm so sorry because people now know about that yeah oh gosh I know it I know it all right well let's take a quick break and come back and and see someone made an apology someone's responded to the apology some attorneys um and um we'll be right back to see I was it an apology we'll be back all right thanks for hanging out with us guys all right so Andy Cohen is in hot water um, Andy Cohen is being sued by Brandy Glanville, a former Real Housewife. Oh, he's not being sued. They sent a letter of intent oh. laying out their case that they feel they have a sexual harassment claim against Andy Cohen because of the time he FaceTimed Brandy Glanville drunk and asked her if she wanted to watch him screw who we find out is Kate Chastain from Below Deck. And um, so it was a letter of laying out because Andy is Brandy's boss. uh, He was at the time. At the time. And she's not being sued by Caroline Manzo, but Bravo is. But the big thing that happened, because it wasn't, it's not a lawsuit yet. It was just this very sternly worded letter, much like these Brian Friedman, Mark Garrigo sent last summer to bravo saying hey we are asking for some of your people anyone who's had you know, the the drinking you know all the ways that you've mistreated uh people and nothing has come of that yet they're still looking but what andy did is he went on twitter last night and he apologized for the inappropriate joke and he he said brandy clearly was in on the joke um, and I thought, oh my gosh, he, he, the lawyers, the lawyers are going to be going crazy because that's an admission of guilt. Because any boss who's clearly inebriated, and they have, she has the FaceTime right. video, she saved it, and encourages How do you an do employee. That? I don't know, but encourages an employee to watch them have sex with another employee that is sexual harassment defined by the law and so the fact that he ap- apologized but why do you apologize if he said it was a known joke between everybody well what he's there to well apologize? he well his last line <laughs> says the video shows kate chastain and i were clearly joking to brandy he wrote on twitter it was absolutely met in jest and brandy's response clearly communicated she was in on the joke that said it was totally inappropriate and i apologize Again, he has stepped into. But why legal wouldn't he check with attorneys water? before he would do this? I don't know because again, if it's a known joke, why apologize? Yeah. Now it, this this tweet goes right into the legal PDF. He has admitted it, and maybe Brandy's going to get a settlement out of it. I feel like she's going to. Yes, yeah, she is. She says she I felt wonder, trapped and disgusted by the video. I, I just sometimes I've heard Andy talk about, you know, he freely talks about his uh, enjoyment of threesomes. Yes, and he does. All this kind of yep. stuff. But I always think he must really be skating the or running the r- jagged, ragged edge. Of, Walking the fine um, line. 
walking the fine line because he is in a position of power, hosts all these reunions, has the say, and he's clearly um, got boundary and is inappropriate. And who knows how um, other other housewives might have things. I just he I don't know why he put that tweet out there. But I was that shocked. Legally, was the stupidest I wish thing. I, he could now have speaking, ever done. look at you guys. Um, speaking of legal things, Law and Order finale last night for oh. Sam. Hmm. Was it good? Yes. Did you watch it? I read oh. all the recaps of it, and I thought that sounded like perfection. It was a great way to go out. I don't want some people may have DDR'd it, so I'm not going to ruin yeah. it. But yes, it was a great way to go out. His he had some great like kind of speeches. Very very Sam. It was it was a really well. It, it got me sucked in. I ended up watching all three, you know, because they do oh, all three of them. You what know. a great night of TV, oh, yeah. SVU and organized crime. Yeah, I'm going to have them all on my DVR when I get back. You're going to have them all. Oh, oh my gosh. You're going to love okay, it. Okay, so Brandy Glanville's attorneys have responded to Annie Cohen saying it was just a joke, guys. And this is what they said, that any boss who is clearly inebriated and encourages their employee by FaceTime video and invites the employee to watch their boss to have sex with another employee constitutes sexual harassment, plain and simple. Yeah. Under any definition of sexual harassment, even one concocted by NBC. Yeah. Didn't I, I mean, I basically, that's yeah. what I said. Because yeah. you and I have both been bosses. And it, yeah, sometimes the joking, like, if it gets, if it makes people feel uncomfortable or it could be used against you, sometimes you have to. You really got to think before you speak. And Andy is just very comfortable in his power pants. Yes, he is. Mm-hmm. There you go. All right. So All right. Um, mm-hmm. the things happening down under. Travis is with Taylor oh. yesterday. Um, Love it. I think PETA, like, PETA took uh, aim at them for going to a zoo. Oh, God. Get- okay, PETA, don't Stop. clout chase right now. Stop. Find something else. Yes, thank you. See, in season two is already giving. I mean, Travis handing out guitar picks, Taylor's dad making sandwiches, giving them away, Travis in an armful of bracelets. I was going to say, her yeah. yelling, her yelling, there's my man, that's uh-huh. my man. Then she runs in his arms and gets a passionate kiss. I mean, yeah, this is giving. And you know what's even... She, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I just noticed too, yeah. I was looking at her schedule, and I'm sure you know this, but like this world tour ends August 9th, right in time for, for the, football. For football. Right in time for her No, to but doesn't she go to Canada then? I don't think, I think yeah, she, she takes a break, yeah. and then she's finishing the tour in uh, Oh, Canada, yes, you're right, October. Yeah. And yeah, so LA. LA. LA, yeah, too. that's the last one. Mm-hmm. Well... She could see still close enough where she could be going. So it's just the perfect, like, you know. They're cute pictures. Uh, it's fun. And then we saw pictures. J-Lo is taking her twins, yeah. Emmy and um, what's the kid's name? I just want to call Max. him Mark Anthony. And they look so much like they their dad. They look like their them. dad. The kid, <laughs> the boy looks. A doppelganger. A doppelganger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was kind of. Sh- you know. Yeah, that's like, okay, the mom and let's get sweet 16. Maybe they've always wanted to go to Japan or mm-hmm. love it. And it's such a, it is a wonderful place to go to. And if you're into anything Japanese, I mean, it's just heaven. All the cute, all the Hello Kitty. They have amazing, they have uh, an amusement park called Wayno Park. We know there's Wayno Park, Wayno Zoo, but it's amazing. The Japanese are so far ahead of us in amusement park rides. Wow. Okay. So really, really a lot of fun shopping the Ginza and going to a pachinko parlor. 
it would be a real fun place to spend a 16th birthday. Oh. And, you know, going to uh, yeah. Kyoto and seeing the temples and dressing up. And I would like to go to Japan. Yeah. I think that would be a fun um it's- it's wonderful. A fun it's place a to visit. Place. Okay, so we posted um, um, a preview for a new show. Oh, wow. And the headline is, yes. if you like Yellowstone, this is perfect. you're mm-hmm. going to like this. Mm-hmm. And it is called the... Um, McBee Dynasty, right? Yeah, the McBee, MC, capital B-E, Dynasty. And it starts in March. And it's a reality show, kind of at a ranch farm with kind of some hot kids and their dad, and it's going to be on Ooh. Paramount. And um, the dad is kind of saying which one of you is going to take over, and uh, they talk about that. But they're apparently $50 million in debt grant Yeah, if yeah. you watch the, the thing. Did, yeah. But it's posted. It kind of looks like it'd be kind of a fun... They're they're pitching it as like Yellowstone reality. And how they're going to... say Yellowstone light? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and he taught... I mean, there's like a line, you know, like, I spent my whole life building this ranch acre by acre, kind of like John... I mean, it's literally... It's kind of funny. It's the Yellowstone story with reality television. And the dead aspect makes it cool because it's like, how how am I going to get my kids, each person in this role... For this to go on for generations and generations, just like John Dutton does with his family and his, and his father before that in 41, we saw. Looks really, really good. It's Peacock, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's when I... I they said Paramount. I, it's Paramount. Oh, it is Paramount. My apologies. Or, I think well, I don't even know. I could be I'm, wrong because I can't find anything right now. No, it. Uh, it's officially <laughs> Lori, a Peacock. it's Friday. It's Peacock. It's a Peacock series. Yes. Peacock. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm well aware. I just found out that the Twin Cities live taping that I'm doing on Monday. They have 175 people. Yeah, they do. Well, that'll be fun. <laughs> You're gonna I'm have a kind call. of a nervous wreck. Oh, don't be nervous. You're gonna. So is it going to air on Monday? Air on Wednesday, but they want me to give my best Big Island shopping tip. Oh, and gosh. You know, my best shopping tip for Hawaii. ABC stores. ABC stores. The convenience yes. stores. Mm-hmm. They're the most amazing. It's like a little boutique meets a wall, uh, like a local drugstore. They're fantastic. So, and there's only two outside of the uh, Hawaiian Islands, Julia. One's in Las Vegas. Yeah, two in Vegas. One Uh in at Hollywood in a standalone store, and it is just such a. You could just do all your you could do shopping there. Yep, you really could. They even have clothes and hats and cute. uh, You can get clothes. Yeah, they. Yeah, it's really okay. So, do you have other shopping places, Lori? Oh, uh, anywhere, any nice hotel. Well, all uh, right. Well, you might have to have, find some names. Shop. Okay. Yeah. The, the <laughs> Manalani, the Monakea. Yeah, I'll be able to. But 175 people, I better wear deodorant. Oh, you're Anna Bra. <laughs> And a bra for TV. Yes, thank you. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we'll have to get the audio on uh, Wednesday. Oh, yeah. yeah. We will. All right. We're going to take a quick break. This is Lori and Julie on My Talk 